about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. So, depending on when you're listening to this, just over a week to go until the big day. Are you all set for Christmas? Hello, my name is Pete Edgerton and thank you for logging on to yourharrogate.co.uk. We are all about the best of life in Harrogate. We broadcast online via the app. We're on DAB. You can get us on smart speakers. There is no excuse not for listening. And this coming week as we build up to Christmas, Nick Hancock in the morning, all thanks to Talk Talk, is granting Christmas wishes. Plus, there's a small matter getting closer to Christmas of giving away a thousand pounds. Somebody's going to win that. Hopefully you, if you've entered the competition, very best of luck. Now, in this episode of the podcast, as we like to do at the end of the week, we focus on local football. And it's all about Harrogate Town, who have, weather permitting, an away game at Doncaster Rovers in League Two. We're going to be talking away travel very soon with Jordan Ford from the Independent Supporters Club. But first of all, I've been along to the Environment Stadium to grab a cup of tea and have a little natter to Chief Executive Sarah Barry, who's been speaking about how the season has gone so far in her opinion season so far it's is a grower i would say um yeah so we started off obviously we've had a, a challenging start i think it's safe to say on the field um lots of new players we know this um simon obviously speaks every single week about this but from my perspective i can see a real growth in the team we're gelling you can see that on and off the pitch, actually. And also, there's a lot of optimism about the way we're playing. I mean, the last few games, entertaining. We've been scoring again freely, openly. Um, got Luke Armstrong back. And the confidence, you can just see it. So there's a real sense of optimism around at the moment. And that so, team mentality, that confidence. As we've seen with, OK, they fell at the quarter final stage. But as we've seen with the England team, that can take squads quite far can't it confidence and you know that it's been a team you can you can have a bunch of of really talented individual players and that's what you get when you're transitioning as we have and that's what we saw at the start of the season We, we brought a lot of new players in so we had more new players than we did existing players so that was always going to be a challenge I mean you don't need to be too uh, into your football to work that out that's the same in any any single industry uh, any team environment so we are now creating a team we've got some talented individuals but you can see that that team forming now they're getting to know how each other plays you know wh- where to be where to position themselves where the ball's going to run it's it's having that we had that second nature that instinct before um, it's taken that amount of time amount of, of games to play under our belt to get to this stage as well um, and also within a very competitive very very tight league so yeah we're not where we want to be in terms of position in the league table of course we're not but there is a little bit of a gap widening now between us and the next one down so yeah we've got a, a good few games now ahead of us busy Christmas and New Year um, so really important that we keep that momentum going. It was a shame that we had to call a match off recently. Yeah, I was going to say the Northampton yeah. game. I mean, when games out of your control, the weather put paid to it. What are the financial implications for clubs when that happens? So yeah, when, when we when we have to postpone a game and it, we had to, you know, we never make that decision lightly. That's almost made for you, unfortunately. So when you move in a game that was scheduled for a Saturday to it probable Tuesday we're just waiting for a new date but it's very likely to be a Tuesday night 
it's always going to affect us financially because you've got certain young families are not going to come because it's too late for them to attend on a on a school night if it's if it's a school night you've also got your traveling fans this is particularly difficult because it's northampton that we're talking about six hour round journey there uh, if they're lucky without any implications with traffic public transport challenges so unfortunately for us it's not great costs us thousands actually in terms and we won't know until the the game's been rescheduled to what level that is but more importantly I think it's that momentum we talked about before that we really wanted that game to go ahead we were actually looking at a record home crowd for this season to date as well so that was a little bit disappointing and also the launch of our new LED yeah. uh, screen. We had we had Santa lined up. We, we had loads of fun things lined up for that match. So, yeah, financially, we'll do our best. Um, all the tickets are transferable. So when the, the date comes out, we'll try and move everybody across as much as possible to the new date and hope that they come with us and keep supporting the team. And a way that fans can save going into 2023, you've got the half-season tickets and the flexi tickets as well. Just in case nobody's read about them, heard about them, just explain how they work. Yeah, so half-season, we've, we've done that for years. That's normal for football clubs, so um, they're on sale now. So you can go and enjoy the rest of the season from, uh, from the new year. Um, the other thing which is proving incredibly popular, though, is the flexi uh, ticket bundle. So that's something we brought in a c- couple of months ago, I think, now. So you can buy a bundle of six games. So if we know that we're up against people's time, I've said this so many times, it's not just about money, it's, it's about time. So if you know that you can only attend so many games, you can actually pick and choose, pick and mix which six games you pick and you get a better price for doing that. So it doesn't have to be six consecutive home games, it can be nope. one in January, one in Feb. Pick whatever you like, just look at the fixtures, um, subject to availability of course, but yeah, you can pick a mix of Saturdays, Tuesdays, just whatever takes you fancy. Very good, so, yeah. excellent. And I mean, ticket prices, there's been a big discussion about ticket prices, as you and I both know, over the past several months. Going into 2023, and here's hoping that the club obviously remain a football league club, can you say at this stage whether ticket prices are going to go up or will they stay the same should town remain in League 2 next year? So yeah, as, as things stand today, we've just come off the back of a 3 for 2 offer that we did that, that was in line with an EFL cost of living crisis as well. So we've, we've been working with the EFL, that's gone down really well. So we're looking at more offers like that as well just to, to address that, just where we can help help for households is a, is a sort of uh, umbrella title so that's something that we'll be working with the EFL for the, the rest of the season coming into next season I think I said it last year when we did look at the prices we aligned the prices and that's where I, I foresee them staying so I don't foresee at this stage us doing anything with the ticket prices going into next year it's what I said at the time we had to do something to align those ticket prices fairly for the club and also for the supporters and we hope that that is uh, justifiable I think it is and I can foresee us staying where we're at for next year if we get promoted (laughs) ask me again (laughs) Christmas dream (laughs) well you never know do you you just don't know well look at at, at (laughs) Nottingham Forest look at what they did when they were down the, uh, the foot of the championship and suddenly 
rapidly climbed up. But I mean, you'd be happy with League Two football again. Oh, listen, I'm saying it tongue in cheek, but you know, just a cover. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but no, I think the reality is, and this is, and again, I know I probably sound sometimes like I repeat myself, but I do think it's quite healthy to remind everyone we've only been a league yeah. club for a very, very short amount of time. This is our third year. We're learning still. We're up against teams and clubs that have been around for absolutely years and years and years as league clubs, and we haven't. So for me, it's a, a real solid, sustainable league status is absolutely where we should be looking to be at the end of this season, and that's exactly where we're focused. And with regards, just finally, being that league football club, obviously we've mentioned the fantastic scoreboard that's gone up. You've got the temporary bar now. Going into the new year, can we expect to see any other changes here at the environment? Yeah, so we've just just, uh, got planning in for the new... Well, we've got a few different developments actually happening. So as soon as we've got that, we're going to be working on um, some more seating. So we have to have 2,000 seats in the stadium by the start of the new season. That was an EFL requirement when we got promoted to the EFL League. So that's happening. We're, We're starting that work hopefully in the new year. Um, Some of that will benefit the home supporters, some of it will benefit the away supporters, but all the seats that are being added to the stadium will double the amount of seats we'll have currently when we do that. We've just got over a 1,000 at the moment. So we'll be giving our home supporters 2,000 seats instead of 1,000 seats approximately. So that's good because young families, they want to be seated. Um, So we've also added more kiosks, Uh, We're adding another bar under the main stand. That's going to be a home supporters bar. That should, in theory, if all goes to plan uh, and things stay on schedule, be ready for around March time, um, whether that's mid to late. So that will will, uh, happen. We're, We're looking at also launching a Hall of Fame for the first time at the football club so we can celebrate from all the all the years gone by all those stars up to date as well because that's something we don't have at the ground at the moment and we've got a, a huge story to tell at Harrogate Town and that's what we want to do we want to do that visually as well um, we're also developing another terrace area for away fans with more facilities so an away bar as well as uh, more kiosks so yeah we've got loads going on this will all be ready for the start of the new season Amazing. Well, here's wishing you a very happy Christmas. Plenty of wins for town, starting with uh, with Grimsby at home on Boxing Day and, uh, and best wishes for the new year. Thank you and Merry Christmas to everybody. And just to say thank you very much for everyone's support. We really, really do appreciate it. This is the Your Harrogate podcast. Now, over the festive period, are you going to manage to get to any Harrogate town games or not? There's a few away fixtures and a man who organises the away travel with the Independent Supporters Club is Jordan Ford. I've been chatting to Jordan, first of all speaking about their Christmas party last weekend. It was good. It was very, very good. Uh, very good turnout, which was uh, so it was great to see everyone. And uh, the club arranged for uh, Will Smith and, uh, and, and George Horbury were there, which was uh, which was great to great to see them. Spent a bit, bit of time chatting with uh, with our younger fans and uh, quite a bit of pizza as well. Was <laughs> I saw all the pizzas lined up. Yeah, <laughs> Domino's did quite well out of it. They did. Yeah, yeah. Two hundred and fifty pounds with the pizzas. So uh, nice. I think, uh, 
think everyone everyone enjoyed it, and uh, another benefit of joining the the supporters club, of course, getting to uh, getting to come to events like that, and uh, we raised three hundred pounds for charity too, which was uh, which was absolutely fantastic. Just reminders of um, of the charity that you've uh, you've chosen. Yeah, so the the current season, uh, our charity is Minding Harrogate. So um, very very important. We alternate it every year. So this year it's it's currently mine. So we're doing lots of good things for them, and uh, hopefully lots more to come in uh, for the remainder of the season as well. It's a really good cause because I mean everybody's particularly in the current climate, everybody's mental health is is affected. Funnily enough, I was having a word with Simon Weaver last week. I don't know how you feel about this, but I was saying to him how. It amazes me, really, these young lads, players who they don't get a game for ages. They're on the sidelines. They might not even be on the bench. And it must really test their mental ability to think, actually, you know what? I am good enough. I can step up and get in the squad still. And that was a good thing about having Will and George with us on um, on Sunday. Both players who Will's struggled with injury for, for the, the past sort of eight months. So we actually spent a bit of time talking about that and how that impacts on him. And uh, and young George as well, who, who's trying to now sort of break into the first team and um, what his plans are and, and what he wants to achieve. So, um, yeah, certainly very interesting speaking to him. And how impressed have you been with the depth of the squad this time around? Because it does, it does seem to be a little bit better, doesn't it? And they, they are... Dare I say, gelling that bit more now? Yeah, it's uh, certainly in, in in the last few games. It uh, certainly seems to have suddenly clicked. I mean, we've had two uh, fantastic results in in the league, back to back victories against Mansfield, uh, and then away to Rochdale. So some very important points there, and you can see thing, things are just starting to click. It's good to have Luke Armstrong back amongst the goals as well, and and his confidence must be up with that. And um, Slow start to the season, quite a few concerns a few months ago about how well we're actually going to do this season. But hopefully after the uh, the probably the the last five or six performances, uh, apart from the disappointment at Hartlepool in the Cup, I think we've been playing some really good football. Definitely, and, and off the field as well. Progression at the club with the, the scoreboard finally up. Sadly that we couldn't launch it this weekend against Northampton, but it looks good. See, seen a picture of it on the uh, in the Facebook group, and um, yeah, looks uh, looks impressive. So it's something that we need. You go to these uh, the, these big, lovely stadiums in in League Two. It's the the basics, I think, uh, of having a having a league ground. But yeah, looks impressive, and and hopefully there'll be lots of town goals uh, uh, to go on there. That'd be very nice, wouldn't it? Now, um, providing the weather, it's, it's still set to be cold, so it's, it could be a little bit iffy at Doncaster this weekend, but providing it does go ahead, um, what are you thinking with that game at the Keep Moat? Um, it's a big team. Um, it's going to be a it's going to be a test, but they've they've had some surprising results uh, results where they probably feel as though that they should have got more from the game. Um, so I mean, I'm, I'm pretty confident, especially with with how we've been playing recently, and as well some um, some good fixtures for you guys to organise to travel for over the festive period. Bradford away. Don't want to sound too cocky, but given the last few performances, a guaranteed three points, perhaps. It's a given, isn't it? Really now. So yeah, some some really good fixtures. Next three, well, four games if you include uh, Grimsby. The uh, but the next three uh, three away games, some nice local trips where 
I'm sure town fans will, will get on board and, and, and we'll be there to support the lads. And a, and a chance to seek revenge maybe against Hartlepool early on in 2023. I hope so. Yeah, we've, we've been up there twice this season in uh, in the Papa John's Trophy and, uh, and also in the uh, in the FA Cup. We've lost them both, un, un, unfortunately, but we, we beat them in the league. So uh, hopefully we can square things up on, uh, on on New Year's Day. So just tell me about the, the travel arrangement, because um, you're doing quite well, aren't you, for the Doncaster game? Uh, we are, yeah. We've only got uh, a handful of seats left now on uh, on both the uh, the early coach, which is going at ten thirty, uh, and also the uh, the very popular family coach at uh, at twelve forty five. So, the the early coach we we've arranged to go into uh, go to a pub in in Doncaster, which is uh, away from fans friendly. It's in the centre, so if you don't fancy spending a couple hours in the pub, you can go off and. Uh, and do what you wish, and then the coach will take us up to the uh, up to the ground, and the family coach will be going direct from uh, from Harrogate Town straight to to Doncaster's ground. So it should be there for uh, just before two, so you can uh, get in there and uh, watch the players warm up and, and give them your support. And are people already booking for for Bradford as well? They are, yeah. So uh, hopefully we'll be taking sort of. That last couple of trips we, we've taken approaching 150 on on both of those trips on away travel so I really hope it'll be the same again all the coaches will be leaving at quarter to six so between Christmas and New Year hopefully it'll give the opportunity for anybody who's working to uh, uh, to be able to get on there bring the kids along it'll be certainly be a great occasion yeah always good atmosphere um on on, a, on away trips and, and just remind us again Jordan for anybody who's who's missed our little chats before if People are are interested in travelling with you guys. How do they go about booking? So the the, the best way is probably through the uh, through the Facebook group. So if you just uh, search Harrogate Town Supporters Group on uh, Facebook, answer a few simple questions about the club, and then uh, we'll let you in. And there's there's two thousand people in there all, already. So all the information gets posted in there. The club have been been really good with us. Uh, really good with the Independent Supporters Club. The, they're always promoting. And uh, if you're to be in the club shop getting your tickets if you just mention it to anybody within there they've got all my details and how to get in touch with me awesome stuff and just finally what are your hopes for for 2023 going forward for harrogate town um we'll just hope that on on and off the pitch we'll sort of build on the success that we've been having over the past few years i think it's important to to stay up so important for the club that we, we stay up and really just uh, become hopefully in an established League Two club. So we've had some some really, really good, successful uh, years over the past few years. Um, we're, we're now in a position which I certainly never thought we, we ever would be. And it's just important that we remain there and, uh, and just build, really, um, both on and off the pitch. You'll have a game.